Welcome back to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. It's just me today. There's no one else. If you're watching this on YouTube, there are other people. <laughs> I have a couple people with me. Uh, I want to introduce behind the camera first, Daniel Roa, old friend and uh, engineer. <laughs> Hello. Right, thank you so much for helping us out <laughs> thank today. Thank you for helping today. You know everyone else already, but let's start with this one right here. Hey, how's it going? This is Gene. And next up? Nick Valero. What's up, guys? We're going to be doing something different today. We're going to be talking only about a couple movies, no more movie news. You're going to watch the movies you want to watch. You're not going to watch the ones you don't want to watch. So let's just get right into it. Uh, but first, plugs. We have a Patreon. I'd like it if you support us on there because Me too. we could do more things with mm-hmm. cameras, with money. setups. Money is good. Yeah. I'm hungry. It would be nice to eat again. So well, come and you know. For every $1 that you... That you give, he will then staple his forehead. I will oh, not do that. Every so dollar. I would. I would every not. Dollar. Right. I would not do that. Every every dollar a waffle gets made. That I can do. Yeah, and then go. I will eat it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not on camera though. I'll just eat it. You, you'll have to touch me on it. Um, Staples. We were going to try to do this whole thing where we talked about like three movies per month with these roundtable discussions. Uh, Infinity War came out a week early and fucked it all up. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. my positive review for it is now negative just because of that. It's total bias, <laughs> okay. but now I'm upset. Uh, but we are going to talk about today's Deadpool two and Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes. Okay, so. I want to open up with Gene because Gene and I, I think we're on the same page with Deadpool. Nick, do you like do you like Deadpool? Yeah, Deadpool. I I, I really enjoyed Deadpool one and two. And the character though. Oh, the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a little lacking sometimes. I, yeah. I mean, I I feel like uh, Deadpool is the character that they're just like when they have like a crazy idea, they were like, you know what, you know what, this will fit. Deadpool. Let's give it to Deadpool. We'll we'll do it there. I think they sometimes don't go far enough, and I'll leave it at that for now. But Kill Gene, the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. So not in execution, okay. or no, actually in execution, not concept. Uh, Gene, your thoughts on Deadpool two? Uh, I liked it. I spoilers, know, by the way, for yeah, all spoilers. of this. I was really digging it. I was surprised by how uh, kind of deep it goes in uh, exploring some of the themes, like uh, depression, loss, suicide for a Deadpool movie. You know? Yeah. I was very, uh, I was very intrigued by that that they decided to go that way. Um, I was. Um, I like the addition of Cable, but I felt like Cable was just so vague as, like, a character where you didn't know if he was a mutant. And uh, that works, like, if you keep him vague, because, like, his backstory. But, like, just let me know, like, what his powers are, why he has that techno-organic virus, how he keeps it at bay, stuff like that. But... To be fair, they don't even bring up Yeah, for sure. But I don't know, just, like, just I wish some of it just wasn't as vague. But I I did like it. It was, um... I think it wasn't as good as the first one for me, but it was a different flavor to it, and it finally had the juggernaut in a version in an X-Men film where I actually liked his performance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nick, thoughts on Deadpool 2? Uh, I, actually, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I mean, it's, it, it, it's basically an hour and 20 minutes of a fuck you to uh, Logan. <laughs> that's what he says it, at the it's, beginning it's, it's basically I mean the entire movie is just kind of it, not in, in a way kind of rehashing just like going like okay cool I need to find a small child then we need, I need to save him and I need to get him to a spot and find, and find him in a safe place yeah. and everything like that and I need to die at the end and everything else um, that's really interesting and especially since if you're not thinking about it it doesn't even click on you and also I really enjoyed the misdirection inside of a lot of these trailers because it seemed like yeah they, they filmed stuff they just fil- for the trailer yeah like they filmed stuff just and for I don't the mind trailer. I yeah they filmed stuff just for the trailer they they made 
the uh, what was it? The X Factor, the X Force, X Force. Way like they made them sound like oh yeah, like he's gonna make an X Force. They're gonna be a big plot thread. Yeah, it's gonna be a big plot thread. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was cool though. Yeah, no, but that yeah. was that that was the, the that was, that's, a, that's a perfect that's a perfect thing to have of like oh yeah we're just gonna we're gonna have all of these like little tiny things these little nuggets. Fuck it, we're not gonna do it at all. <laughs> I, I I loved that. Uh, I, I I liked it more than the first one, which yeah. is shocking to yeah. even me. Okay, uh, but. You know, for the most part, it's totally all over the place. Uh, they kind of throw everything in the kitchen sink against the wall, mm-hmm. and I thought most of it stuck. Um, the X Force is just a gag in the movie; they're a joke. Did that and work for you? Though? Oh yeah, that was yeah. that was great. Because usually these superhero sequels are like, now you have to set up the next franchise, or like start introducing other things to incorporate for more crossovers. And here it's just like, nah, <laughs> no, you thought, and then they all just get brutally even, fucking executed. Yeah, even great. Peter, yeah, even, uh, who I love dearly. Rob Delaney, thank you for being in this movie. Um, oh, and The Vanisher, I laughed every time they cut to him. And the last time they cut to him, when it's revealed that it's Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt, I f- I fucking lost it. That was, that <laughs> so was like, great. It wasn't even a second. It was maybe no, yeah, it's, it was it's just a boom, cut. Yeah. Yeah. Split second. Uh, that if was you great. If you weren't looking directly like at like, his face. At one second. Yeah, if you blinked, you didn't see it. Because I saw it with my girlfriend. And when that happened, I was like, that was fucking Brad Pitt. She goes, no, it wasn't. And I go... That was Brad Pitt. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, but there there was like a, a more serious story. It had like actual emotion behind it. The first one did too, which was why I liked it as much as I did, I think. Uh, and this one does something that's very common in action movie tropes um, called fridging, where they kill off a woman to motivate the, yeah. the male hero. Yeah. And here, I, I someone could, could talk to me about this and convince me otherwise, I'm sure, but like I don't even know if it qualifies officially as fridging. She came Just, back. Uh, yeah, well, also that, yeah. uh, post-credits, but, like, because she motivates him, but she's still her own person, mm-hmm. it's not like she's they forget spirit. about her. She's it's a force like ghost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I have mixed feelings about that in mm-hmm. a good way, also yeah. because the whole movie ends up kind of being pointless in a fun way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, this movie's all over the place, and I kind of adored it for that. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting on, like, especially, like, if you were going to go into the, the after credits scene, if you really think about, like, the way that time works, like, him going back and saving Vanessa, technically he never forms the X-Force, so all those characters are technically alive. They, they, they never join, they never get, like, mauled by mm. a bus or yeah. a chip or anything like that, and I, I think that's awesome. You know, let's bring those characters back and let's use them for another thing. You know, let's... Let's give let's get let's get into it. Yeah, I I really did enjoy Juggernaut though. I did enjoy Juggernaut. I I you know I, I think I just said that before, but the thing with Juggernaut was like he, he like out of all the X Men characters, he really makes sense as like a CGI. Oh yeah, character. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and I like Vidi Jones as an actor, but his Juggernaut was just that's not his fault. That, yeah, that's like an it's, awful awful movie. Yeah, no, not only that, but also I, I I thought it was interesting that it's it, it's just Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and they <laughs> modulated yeah. the voice. Yeah, uh, when he first shows up and he kicks down the uh, the prison door on the bus, and Reynolds just goes, "Holy shit!" I like I felt that. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh wait, Are you know who this I, is?" Yeah, yeah, like I got it after that. And uh, then he gets ripped in half. Yeah, and I re- you know what I really love? Yeah, that, that was great. This is a genuinely funny movie, and yeah. I did not expect that. I really like again. the uh, Juggernaut song. 
Just holy a, shit. A juggernaut oh. rap. Yeah. 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 That was cool. Full, there's a did chorus they, just singing holy shit, shit holy, holy shit, shit, when they're all getting their asses kicked. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it That's wasn't. Awesome. Uh, did, they, did they say that one line in the song? No. It's the juggernaut bitch? No, they never, no. They never say no, it's the juggernaut never, bitch. Okay. And this is the movie, that, was, that was a really crazy. This is the movie where I, I feel like they could have. It could have worked, off. but yeah. yeah. Or maybe it wouldn't have worked, but the fact that it wouldn't work is kind of the Deadpool thing. Did he during the battle? Yeah. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> but uh, but I do X-Men. I do I, I I really did enjoy the movie. Uh, I thought it was uh, I you know what the the fact that they didn't explain Cable mm-hmm. is okay. That that worked for you. It, it worked for me. I mean you know I don't what? I don't mind that, but yeah, like but, I didn't know like what his powers were. Like yeah, why, it, why 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 I mean, he's a soldier, but like why does he have a time travel device? Like yeah. like does it, everyone everyone have that? In it, the it it did not work for me. Yeah. Not because of that like stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, but, it, but sorry. just because he has no uh, he has the Man of Steel problem. Uh-huh. Where it's like all this action is front loaded with the character, and yeah. then at the end, during the climax, they're like, "Now we spill out all the motivations." Like, okay, I get what you're saying, but this is like, mm-hmm. this is really oddly paced. Yeah. And the rest of the movie, I think, is actually really well paced in terms of like moving characters from point A to point B, Try, evolving uh, their relationships. Uh, the the main relationship in this movie, apart from uh, Deadpool and the kid, is. Deadpool and Colossus, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting too. Yeah, this is bromance. This bromance between these guys that are friends, but also like kind of get frustrated with each other for totally different reasons. Because Colossus mm-hmm. is a good guy, and because Deadpool's a dick. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think that that has valid conflict. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do like also, the idea that Colossus, you know, he's no longer an X Men. He's going to go off and he's going to just hang out with Deadpool now. He's, well, he's still an X Men. Well, that's the whole. That was the whole idea of like him leaving. Colossus went with Deadpool because he. I think that was a hero shot. Was that just a hero shot? Yeah. I don't think that was thematically like his arc to yeah, become a he worse was, person. He's the only. Well, he's like he's the only X Men that would that wants to hang out with Deadpool. Yeah. Which I'm. I love that cameo. That was that was, that was a, great a great cameo. cameo. A set yeah. of cameos. Yeah. Too. Also, I love that the explanation. Like, why isn't there any X Men? Because they don't want to be around. Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that's that's great. They just don't want to be. And that, that was in the cool. Same like, just like you just see Beast just slowly close the door and like, just like when he's around, like just everybody hides. Yeah. Everybody yeah. Hide. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Like uh, I really like Julian Dennison as Firefist. He was great in Hunt for the Wilder People. If you haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People by Taika Waititi, you should because it's great. Uh, he basically plays the mutant version of that character in this. A not a flaw, not not an yeah. issue. Just uh, something funny for yeah. those who've seen that movie. They just knew they were looking for. That's yeah, no, exactly. And yeah, this kid, this kid's gonna be a superstar. I think if he keeps so. this up trajectory. Yeah, and Domino, Domino, uh, Domino is the best part of the movie because oh, really? my big issues with it are that the action and the comedy feel very separate at times. Oh, Even but, like the characters like they don't feel like in the first one or the comedy was yeah. incorporated in an action. Yeah, here it's like action scene, action scene. All right, character beat. All right, funny. Character beat action, moving scene. Yeah, and it was like I, I, whatever you know. You can't always mix and match, but uh, here it was very notable, it, except it, for with Domino. It yeah, felt, with Domino. It it, it it kind of felt like uh, the pacing of a John Wick movie, though. Mm. How dare you? No, but I it, like this movie, but how dare know. you? No, 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 no. But it, it did because John Wick sometimes does just have like you know character beat character character beat, and then it has yeah, just actually, like an action, like an entire like action yeah. Sequence. That is objectively not true. <laughs> Where? No, okay. Well, I, I, I'll just super disagree with you. I, I think out of all the action movie franchises going on right now, John Wick's the one to actually incorporate characters through action. Don't get me wrong. I, I love John Wick. Right. That's, hey, that's my mm-hmm. Valentine's Day hey, movie. It's a Deadpool discussion. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, no. It's, it's valid because Dave Lee directed yeah. the first one. Yeah. Or co-directed. Co-directed. Uh, and then John Wick 2 is uh, Chad Zahelski. Right, but right. no, I, I've never felt that with a John Wick movie. Okay. We'll yeah. see in the third one. 
I trust yeah. Chad Stahelski with my so. life. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, no, I think Domino was, I think maybe a little bit more than Cable, like the breakout character. Oh yeah, totally, because yeah. she has a character. Yeah. Like, no, I don't, that's not a, like a, a, a love, major love, like, issue for yeah. me, or breaking anything, but like Cable doesn't really have anything going on until, right. until the, like the third act. Third act, you know? yeah, he's just like an unstoppable force. Yeah, which I mean, I love Terminator like, also. Yeah, he's yeah, just but, a Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my thing is that if you would have, if you would have went into Cable's backstory and went, okay, there's a, there's a techno virus that's mm-hmm. infecting him there. You don't have to, you change it. Fuck comic mean, books. Comic books are dumb. I don't. Comic I love books, them. Comic books are ridiculous. Dumb, stuff like that. Well, yeah, like, you could change the source material for mm-hmm. sure, but yeah. Um, what were you gonna say there? No, but I mean, like, it, I I feel like it just didn't. It, it doesn't fit in like the in the, the, in, the, in, the in the in the scheme of Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Not only that, but also I feel like just it just goes with the character of I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I there's really only I, I love I that really about this care. movie too, but there is only so much you have. You have to give a little while you're pushing back, you know. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, his motivation is the total like uh, parallel arc to to Wade Wilson's. They both lost someone due to violence that they participated in or have like been surrounded by. Yeah. And now they're going through this to try to redeem themselves in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And why not just open that with it? Then you you have uh, bigger stakes and just oh, big scary guy with the Winter Soldier arm, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it, you could have totally front. This movie opens up fucking dark. It opens up with suicide. Right, it does. You know? Very dark. And then it goes into a Bond song, and I'm just like, I'm in. That was great. Whatever. That was, I'm into this was, movie. That was really um, fucking funny. Was it? Yeah. No, I agree. I was going to say, um, just uh, did you like any of the return returning characters like Negus Sonic Teenage Warhead? I wish she had him. more, and I like that she had a girlfriend named Yukio, yeah. and that it's supposed Yukio, to be the same character from Wolverine. Really. Well, I like that Yukio and Wade Wilson. Like everyone else has like these like major beefs and like heavy conflicts, but then they're just like, "Hey, nice to see you. Yeah, it's good. Good to see you too." Wait, Yukio is the same. Yukio, Yukio is the same character from the Wolverine. Apparently, fucking way. It's uh, that's I believe they're not going back to that to that anymore. So it's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, like they recasted classes stuff like that. So okay, that's fine. Yeah, Yeah, I liked all the um, really briefly. Just touch on. Because um, you know it's a, it could be a whole thing in itself. Um, I really wish they would have like reshot the Weasel stuff with be- Christopher Plummer. With Christopher Plummer, because like Weasel's in only like what like two three scenes. He's on like three and a half scenes three at half. most. I really wish they would have done that. Yeah, because if yeah, really yeah. Scott can do it in two yeah, weeks, yeah, again, yeah. There's no reason why this movie had like eight months. You know, because that that like even watching like Ready Player One, like the uh, T.G. Miller, because he's just such a just awful person, like, and he just, you know, just ruins every scene he's in, like, kind of, yeah. for Deadpool, and, like, even Ready Player One to an extent. Yeah, um, there, there's no reason why they, why they couldn't have done that. I yeah. think they just, uh, cut their losses. Mm-hmm. And got a little lazy about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to point well, fingers. I mean, not only that, but also, I mean, for, for a scandal like that, I mean, am I really going, it's going to be kind of difficult for me to justify, okay, I'm going to go out and go spend a couple, couple thousand dollars. You know, just yeah, maybe a couple million just to go reshoot a scene that there's nothing wrong with. Yeah, there is. T.J. Yeah, Miller's yeah, in it. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is that when you come from a financial point, there's nothing wrong with the... Well, even though from a financial point, like, you know, uh, you have someone that, you know, is so... You know, again, this is like, you know, it's a whole other thing in itself. You have someone, someone that's so unsavory that, you know, people are, you know, really don't like this person... And it would probably give your movie bad publicity. All the money in the world, all the money in the world, one hundred percent made more money because because people heard about that. You you can't say financial. Mm, I mean, yeah, Yeah, you really, you really can't. Because imagine the last Deadpool trailer. 
they're showing the T.J. Miller bits, and they're like, wait! Deadpool pauses the trailer right, and he switches out the frames, and it's Christopher Plummer. And that goes with the the, the internet blows up. Yeah, with that it, would, yeah. it would have been. But again, you know, I don't want to make the whole discussion about T.J. Miller because yeah. fuck that guy. Um, but yeah, I think it would have benefited the movie a lot if they just would have refilmed those three scenes. I agree. Uh, last thoughts before we move on. We got sponsors. No, I mean, yeah, we, I, I couldn't think of anything. Too. I mean, pretty much covered everything. I mean, Deadpool twos. Oh, I got. I one, really, I really wish. That the time travel device would have worked in reality, because I would not, I do not want Green Lantern to exist. Green Lantern to exist, excuse me. If Green Lantern doesn't happen, I don't think this happens. In yeah, an odd true. sense of events, if that makes yeah. sense, you know. Yeah, when actually, you once you mess with the timelines. Actually, yeah. if Green Lantern doesn't happen, you don't get the Arrowverse. You don't get the Arrowverse for sure. That's right. You don't get the Arrowverse. Things, things have a funny way of working yeah. out. Yeah. Just like Zazzy beats as Domino, yeah, which is the best thing that's happened in this franchise and since you wouldn't have and Gold. the uh, best gag in Thor Ragnarok, the shake weight with uh, Carl. Oh, because he, he got that from Green Lantern, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Nobody make a gif of that. Green Lantern uh, needed to happen for the, yeah. uh, this timeline. Yeah. But, All right. Me. So that's, that's Deadpool 2. We liked it, even when we didn't. Uh, so we're going to move on to a sponsor. Gene, do you know the sponsor? Yes, it's uh, Grizzly Churros, the best churros in SoCal. Okay. Do we have a, do we have a clip? We just yes, gonna... we do. We could cut away okay. to that right now. Okay. Is it, what are you uh, chewing loudly into the microphone? Oh, I'm eating a churro from the Grizzly Churros. It seems very oddly proud of place for you. Shut up. I love this new sponsor, Grizzly Churro Company. Definitely the best churros in SoCal. Oh, yeah, they make all their ingredients homegrown. Oh, we, we're not paid to say this. If you want to find them, go ahead and find them at Grizzly Churros on their social media up the do- down below. Wasn't that great? I love sponsors because no, they give us also money. Waffle. That's not fair. You guys got some and I didn't. You finished it already, Nicholas. I have another one. <laughs> so, but Hi, Kyle. Yes. There you go. Yay. Thank Waffles you for letting us use your house. Waffles <laughs> okay. on demand in the studio. What were you going to say? Uh, so that was Deadpool. Mm-hmm. We liked it. Yeah. We yeah. also liked, I think, Solo Star Wars Story. Mm-hmm. But um, even more importantly, we all like waffles. Yes. We're we- finally reco- incorporating waffles in the podcast. Yep. We're eating them if you're listening to this on audio. They're not homemade, though. They're Eggos. So Eggos. We, we make do with what we have. It's okay. Yeah. No so what are you saying? Mm. We should probably stop eating while we're no, talking. But, uh, no, yeah, Trollo. Yeah. Star Wars story. Just Star Wars movie. That's not going to make a billion dollars, probably. No. I don't think it has to. I don't think it does to either. I honestly don't I, think it does. I, I think it's an interesting discussion to have for people who are not us. We're going to talk about yeah. the movie. All right, yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich plays Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Amelia Clark plays Kira. Woody Harrelson plays Beckett. Uh, Danny Newton's in this, along with John Favreau. For five minutes. For five minutes. All spoilers again. Remember that. Don't say I didn't warn you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about Solo, just to get right into it, uh, is that it's kind of got like this vibe of like classic film noir almost. Yeah. Uh, there's a little uh, Bonnie and Clyde, a uh, little Thief even, Michael Mann's Thief, which I is perfect so. for me. Um, Shot very beautifully. Yeah, Bradford, yeah, I think it's maybe Bradford Young. Like- it's One an of the awesome best DP. Star, Star Wars movies. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. Like what he, what that guy was able to do with a budget is awesome. Uh, check out other stuff he's done, like uh, 
What has he done? You can <laughs> right now. I can't even remember off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm terrible. That's okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, 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 it's, but it's, I, I did think it was really interesting because he was uh, he was he did it so successfully of like blending. Arrival. Right. Pawn sacrifice, Selma, <laughs> most violent year. Ain't them body saints. Yeah. Well, the thing is that he, uh, I noticed that even with the the, his, from if there was two separate directors, I mean, well, to well like three, um, you couldn't. I mean, it was spliced so well that I mean, it's kind of hard to tell where you know Ron Howard was and where the other and where mm. everybody else came from. Uh, I, feel like I feel like you could tell, but that's not that's not a terrible thing for me. Um, Plenty of movies to go reshoots, whatever. It's like I, I honestly don't think it's that important yeah. to talk about. Like whenever we're here to talk about the movie, right. no, whenever yeah. the Final coverage piece. is just like a wide and a close up. That's Lord and Miller. I don't even think that's fair to like the joke. Well, okay. my, my thinking well, is I don't that think it's I, that I was, important I, to talk about. I mean, the, the budget of it and everything like that and mm-hmm. everything else. I, I'm afraid people aren't going to go watch this movie just because there like, was some bad in. news on it. Yeah. What do you like think? That, and that's, and I, I think so, but plenty, like Back to the Future had yeah. a shitload of reshoots. They recast Marty McFly halfway through production on that movie. No one, yeah. yeah, you know, and that that movie would have been deemed a failure from the get. go Yeah, I mean, like, and it like, is like a Apocalypse cult, Now, or a classic. By that, like yeah. standard, should be a failure. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's unfair. Solo is nowhere near as good as those movies. For sure, but it's, but, uh, it's, it's, a classic it's not a failure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a failure. Like, uh, I hate it when people just throw words around like, oh, there, there are it moments. didn't make $100 million. It's like, yeah. wow. It's like, you know, a lot of things don't make $100 million. Yeah. Uh, it, it is the most expensive Star Wars movie ever made, though, but I would say it's all on the screen. Like, it, it feels huge. The space stuff is gorgeous. The sets are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I what I think needed a little work was some time with the characters a little bit, a little bit. and uh, the ideas because a lot of ideas in this movie yeah. about like how war is tearing apart the galaxy mm-hmm. and how he has to to be successful he has to sign up with space Nazis. That's a huge yeah. idea that has like ten minutes of screen time yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Oh, well, the idea that, that feels like it should take play like a bigger precedent. Yeah, and, I mean, but if you look at them? A New Hope, that's like also discussed a bit where Luke's like, I want to go to Imperial Academy. And then it's just never really brought up again. So I wish like Star Wars would that, that's, explore that. That still uh, builds up. Well, not so much that it doesn't explore. It's just what it means for the character. Yeah, like that, what that it means. forms up as Luke's character is like a go getter. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like he he knows he belongs but do you know, somewhere you know else. What I mean, though? No, but no, yeah, no, I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's also the idea of you know some people have of I'm going to join the military so that way I can travel, so that way I can see the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And especially for somebody who's like, like a farm, like a farm boy like that, or even a, or even like a, somebody that just wants to escape, especially Corellia, like mm-hmm. yeah. people like that. It's a way of it's a way of escaping and stuff yeah. like that, and you know you don't really all you, you don't see get is, that idea. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You, don't you don't. You see get all the theme song, mm-hmm. the Imperial March. Yeah, I think that was like, kind of that was that was a little funny where like they, they were using the Imperial. So it was very self referential <laughs> Yes, which I think we can all agree. I mean, is the I think in universe, yeah, in like universe, that? that I guess is their theme. Yeah, in that universe, the the musical cues are fine. Uh, lines like "Say your name," and he's like Han. Last name, don't have one. That was the worst scene for me. And he's Sorry. just like, "Oh, Han Solo. <laughs> why? Why can't his name just be Han Solo?" Yeah, the, yeah. Like, I, I didn't know why he wasn't named just born Chewbacca. Han Solo and stuff like that. I. It's I'm not glad, that much I'm of a stretch. Spanish is in a, a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. As a Spanish speaker myself, mostly, but like that is. Uh, that was rough. That was yeah. rough. And uh, there are a couple a other moments. Line. There are other couple of moments like that, and they're all awful. Not one of them lands, but it, it only I only bring that up because when it does land for me, I have a lot of fun, and I think the action is really propulsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is a movie that uses action and character like hand in hand because that's where the conflicts all build, right? Yeah. Like uh, Josh Whedon, we're pretty big fans of, always talks about how when he was directing the Buffy musical, 
He's like, oh, it's just like directing an action movie, you know? Musicals are just when people let all their emotions explode. Mm-hmm. In action movies, when the action takes place. And Here, when, I thought this actually did a pretty good job of that. And when no, you have good. a key change, it's like someone reloading their gun. I guess. Yeah. That's a good observation, Gene. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that, that, that was... I was impressed by it. I did not think I was going to like this at all. And I'm like, hey. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I literally just got out of the theater like an hour and a half ago. So it's like really? so fresh in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's one thing that got spoiled for me at the very end. Mm. Uh, it's a big cameo, like three weeks before release. Do you want to go into that right now? Yeah, because uh, I, I want to know what you guys thought of it. Uh, Darth Maul's alive in canon and the yeah. t- TV stuff yeah. and comic yeah. books and whatnot. And I, as much as I love some of that stuff, I also don't think it should be precedent for people to be like, Oh well, if you read this or check this out, then you'll get this. You know, like that's I'm watching. Entire, it's but, entire yeah. conversation I had with you like yeah. five minutes before like, we started. Like that's it's a movie. I think people should just have to watch a movie to get the movie. You know. Yeah. I will. I will say. I'll just start off. I liked it. I'm glad that they brought Sam Witwer back as the voice actor because yes. his mall is like a great it's character. And I'm glad they brought Ray Park back, I guess, as the mocap. Body. You know, yeah. He has I think room. that was that was all uh, uh, makeup. Okay. Okay, yeah. For what? Uh, for Doug Maul. I wasn't sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. And Maul, I, I didn't. I like the cameo. It made sense for me. Um, like, uh, it kind of goes with uh, all the stuff that you uh, know about the lore, like Black Sun and all that. Um to your point, I'll say, like, you know, I didn't mind that. You have to see the TV show to, like, understand that. And even though it's a movie, um, because that's... It's kind of like um, with Marvel and its TV universe. Like, it's cool to see a cinematic universe actually acknowledge its TV side. Because, like, you know, it felt like, in a way, it's a little bit better than, like, say, other cinematic universes, namely Marvel, where it's just, like, there's so many times where... Oh, the TV shows are all—it's all connected, except the TV shows where, where it's not. It's not. Connected. It's like it's almost in a pocket universe. Yeah. So I didn't mind the Maul cameo. I I thought that was cool. Um, I really hope like Han never encounters Maul or anything. No, but I I, I but yeah, yeah I think was, you could even swing that, uh, like in, in a sequel or something. You know, this is a guy that disbelieves Obi Wan in A New Hope. Never mind. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but I so, I, I no, loved I loved the cameo because it's yeah, like it's it. so nerdy. It's very it's so yeah. geeky and when she cool. saw those metallic legs. Yeah, the, the thing is that I, I really enjoyed it just because of that. I, I mean, the entire movie kept on just referencing their lore, and I mm-hmm. loved which it. was the worst part for me. It was the worst part. Was it really? Oh yeah. Like when you say I, when you w- say lore, like Nick, what do you mean? I mean, they they were they were referencing because there's a lot Clone Wars. They're referencing the new, oh, which all the the prequels. They're referencing all these different you know movies that a lot of times you know. Even in uh, what was it, Last Jedi? I was really surprised when they were—they actually called Palpatine, you know, Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. And, and, and like Last that. Jedi it works because they're talking about the failures of the Jedi as an institution. Mm-hmm. Here it's just like, oh name yeah, dropping? Uh, Beckett. Talks it's like off. name dropping. Yeah, it's just name dropping. Beckett killed Ara Singh by tossing her off a building or whatever. Ara Singh's a deep cut. It is a deep cut. That yeah. is geeky as fuck. So I, I like that, it. Though. But yeah. it doesn't mean it makes for a better story at all. Yeah, I know, but the thing is that... Which is you, more than no, not the case. It doesn't make it a, a good story. I enjoyed the fact that they did that, though, mm-hmm. because I, I, don't, like, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of, oh, we need to have Beckett... There, there were some badass. nice tip of the hats to no, long-time fans. I long need, fans. need Beckett to kind of sound like a badass. Which is fine. Oh, tip okay, tip and hat is fine, but, like, yeah, well, none, of the, none of their references actually, like, mean anything to these characters. Because the audience is Just to you. In this story, they mean nothing. It depends on the audience member. Because for for me, them saying Aura Singh immediately, I went, oh shit, 
Aura Singh's kind of a badass. Mm-hmm. And then in the TV show, Aura Singh. And then in that one scene in Phantom Menace where she's like aiming her sniper, and then you never see her again. Oh yeah, that wasn't Aura Singh. Yeah, it was. For which one? In Phantom Menace. She, this is this is okay. super deep cut. I'm so sorry. It doesn't even matter. But she's in Phantom Menace. She's a, yeah. she's in the like, split scene. second of Phantom Menace, and she sold a lot of toys. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, but the thing is, okay, but. so even even with that though, I mean, you having that and everything else for a fan. Like you know, like, you. like me. Yeah. They made it for the fans. They made it for you, Nick. They, that's, they did. That's, that's they made this movie just for Nick. That's what I love to hear from my blockbusters. They made it for the fans. That always no, works out. But I, but I really enjoyed that because if we're gonna make him sound like a badass, why make up a character when we already have characters in the lore? Why not show me he's a badass? He, they did. I know. So why even have this line? Huh? So why even have this line? I agree with they did show me he was a badass. Yeah. Beckett's is a great character, but why did like why even have that then? Like. Because we've already we've already know he's capable bring, of bring it in and have a connection to Lando and everything like that. Have a connection so that way it says it shows. Oh yeah, he is in this universe. He he's making which are in these bounty hunters and these smugglers and everything like that. They all for the most part kind of know each other. It's a network. They know who each other are, and that's very true. They mentioned Bosk. They mentioned Aura Singh. They mentioned all these different characters. No, they definitely mentioned them. I still don't think they needed to be at all because they they add nothing. Well, they're 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 adding they're adding that the the world just doesn't revolve around these six people or anything like that. There's there's other people. There's other bounty hunters. That oh yeah, we were again. But the movie, I think why I'm so frustrated with the movie is because it still resorts to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it is clearly built like its own outlook on the Star Wars universe. I totally buy into like these weird planets, the weird space octopus slug thing. Yeah, during the Kessel Run in the, uh, in the space. Yeah, cloud. and like I, I loved all that stuff. Yeah. And then they're like, "Here's how. Remember, remember this. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, ha ha like ha, ha. This this Kessel Run, yeah. And then yeah. how they changed to like whatever parsecs, and it wasn't really twelve parsecs, but it. The, uh, he he, he, he down rounded down. Yeah, yeah. He said I mean, was, I think it's I think it's like something like that's fine. He probably did in like twelve something. No, that's 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 my problem though. It's like, yeah, I guess it's all fine. It's all Why fine. do I want it to be fine when the rest yeah. of the movie was doing so good? Why even have that stuff in there at all? It detracts it for me. Well, I, mean, I, don't know. I mean, it, 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 it detracts it from some people, but it also adds more stuff to others. I, I enjoyed seeing the Kessel Run, finally knowing what in the hell the Kessel Run actually was. I could have lived my entire life without ever hearing mm-hmm. about it again. I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll go with that, because that kind of goes to one of my critiques of the movie. I felt like them over-explaining a lot of like Han's origins and like what makes him tick, like, like Solo, like how he got the name Solo, or like how the Kessel Run was done, kind of takes away from the mysteriousness of the character. Like Wolverine, like in the comics, where now you know everything about Wolverine. I th- I feel like in a way he's not as cool as he was in the seventies or eighties. And how would he not be as cool? As from it, the it, 70s I wouldn't know if, he, like, if he's not as cool as he is. But it definitely demystifies cool. him. Yeah, maybe apart cool from Wolverine, isn't the right I, word, I, I have a. I have but you know, you know what like I mean. That. Yeah, but it, de- like, it demystifies Han Solo in a big way. Yeah, that that and, was my main critique of the film. And you could touch on these things. It's just that the way they did it was like the most boring parts of the yeah. movie. You know, everything yeah. with, like, Voss. I thought Paul Bettany gave a really slimy drug lord performance or whatever. Yeah, like, I love Dead... Was it Dendron Voss? Uh, Dresden Dred- Voss. Dresden Voss. Like Dresden Voss. Draven Voss. Excuse Draven me. Voss. Uh, yeah, it's a fun villain. Amelia Clark, I thought, was really good. She was big, good, yeah. Big comeback from her last blockbuster, Terminator Genesis. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, let's not mention that. Uh, um, Donald Glover was great as Lando? Donald Glover is a mixed bag for me. Really? Actually, I like him. I was surprised. Okay, like, well, that's, you know, yeah. uh, now you have to explain that because okay. I'm no, a big Donald Glover. We're all I, Donald Glover we, fans. We, no, yes, we all are. This household is constantly 
plain This Is America as its soundtrack. Yeah, but I love Donald Glover, but, yeah, but go the on. The thing is that uh, Donald Glover, I noticed that he, he committed to, uh, which I'll like, have this, like, mm-hmm. this, uh, which I'll this rhythm to his speaking. The yeah. thing is that he snapped in and out of it from time to time mm-hmm. throughout yeah. the movie. Like, there were times where he spoke like Lando, like, and there were times that he just spoke like Donald Glover. Do you mean Billy D. Williams? Yeah, he spoke. He was doing a Billy yeah, he, D. Williams. He was doing, yeah. a, he was doing like a Billy D. rhythm. To it, but other times, I honestly, it kind of sounded like he, like his character from Atlanta. At I haven't points. seen it. I haven't seen Atlanta, but even apart from that, it just there, there is a dissonance at times between uh, moments in his performance, and especially in the final scene, the final moments after uh, the mall thing, yeah. uh, I thought were awful because they were just like, all right, oh, we got to end the movie now. Like here, here's how it gets to the Millennium Falcon. Oh, okay, now mm-hmm. they're gonna go meet Jabba the Hutt. End movie, and I was like, what? What is the culmination uh, of this story? How well, are you, you got end it right kind there? of like. It was a lot of closure to uh, just him and Lando's relationship. I didn't mind that scene. I know what but it was I, saying. I, now. Again, yeah, I, like, I don't like that last shot, but yeah, um, I'll disagree though. Going back to Donald Glover, because I think his, you know, his like Billy Dean Williamsness was kind of, you know, I think his interpretation was just kind of in the moment, or like in the scenes, like he had to be more like sly, or he had to be more air in how he's talking to people or presenting himself. Because Lando is like, you know, he's a showman. Yeah. That's what I get from his character, you know, with capes and yeah. all that. Lando's a great character. Yeah, Donald Glover's a great I feel, actor. Yeah. I, I think I the really... movie did both of them a disservice, the fictional character and the real human being, by not connecting its uh, its whole story well. Like, I, my whole point with the movie is that it doesn't connect moment to moment very well. And I think that, that Bear is really uh, prevalent with Lando. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't really connect moment to moment. He's good here. He's good there. He's good here. His his accent gets a little wonky, but like whatever. I don't but, care about I that. Mean, it's just his performance feels undefined. Trying to like no, yeah. get on top. And yeah, I know, like but say, it still doesn't connect for me. Is what I'm saying. Well, maybe yeah, what's happening? Yeah, but I don't maybe, know. I'll disagree, but well, no, not no, maybe that, I'll see also, it again. I, I do feel like Aaron, uh, which are Aaron, Alden, uh, Aaron, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have the same uh, suaveness as Harrison Ford, which I think uh, is very difficult. Because well, he's in, still learning. Yeah, but the thing is that even I, know, I in, feel like that works. Yeah, I know, but even in New Hope, <laughs> Empire, anything like that, even if Harrison Ford doesn't have necessarily a, uh, which uh, he's not talking in the scene or anything like that, he still has a presence mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I do feel like other people o- oh. uh, overshadowed. Yeah, I did get that. He's of, kind of like, like in a bat. In he the absolutely got pushed to the background from yeah. time to time. From some and some I scenes. think that's exactly what this movie needed for him. Really? If that makes sense. Because he's not that Han Solo yet. Like, I hate yeah. people origin bullshit as much as anyone. But they kind of made that work for me here. Where he's like this doe-eyed, like, adventurer. Like, we're going to go explore the galaxy, yeah, that was babe. No, yeah, and then his girlfriend like, turns out to be like a, a traitor. Yeah. He yeah. shouldn't be yeah. like where you kind of... I don't know. You kind of forgot about him in some scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He, he's not... Yeah, he's I don't not know, the hardest criminal work for me, yet. No, but he's he, not the hardest. But I'm not saying yet. it's not because of that. It felt like as a uh, protagonist, like he just kind of the, the thing is faded it, into with background. The movie, with the movie called Solo, there was a lot of scenes where he was not the main focus. Yeah, everything like that, and I think that's and it's 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 very odd. At times it felt like Dose. Sometimes it was Trace. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I I I really like that actually because Han Solo is a great character who in no way could have ever supported his own movie without a great cast behind him. And a good that, is, that is just and like a good effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. We didn't really talk about Chewbacca, who is really good in this movie mm-hmm. and lovable and warm. And the you actor, give him a hug. I want to give him a hug. The actor who it. plays him is Junas Suatomo. Yeah. Uh, who is? Is he Swiss? Uh, 
I don't know, I but he's great. Yeah, uh, his, the way he moves, like he, he feels very lively, he's and done, like uh, there's there's uh, a history to his right? performance that I really yeah. like. Uh, yeah, he was an he's understudy. Been, he's been, yeah, he's been doing it since uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, I think you're telling me that too. So, which is which is great. I mean, that that influences his performance in a big way. So yeah. I, I thought that was awesome. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about, uh, oh, besides um, the waste of Fanny Newton uh-huh. and. John uh, John Favreau. Thank you, John Favreau. I love John Favreau's monkey character. Oh, he's so a little know. weird and nerdy. Yeah, and no, like, yeah. And he reminded it, me of uh, Maz. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. And John Favreau, like I like him, like just as an actor yeah, as well. He's, like he's well, always playing. The thing with, is that uh, I, I actually kind of like. I, I really like John Favreau, John Favreau's character, uh, Rio. Rio, just because he kind of reminded me of Joker. Joker. From Mass Effect. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where he's like, he's now really, I'm doubly sad. Yeah, where he's like, he's kind of jokey and like he's like and like he, he's like the guy that kind of knows a lot of stuff and he has like a yeah. he has kind of like an opinion on everybody. He's like, like an, he's like, like John Favreau. He's like a nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a hardcore nerd. The last character I wanted to talk before we got to move on. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Waller as L three thirty seven. The yeah, the droid. that was a little problematic for me. I really like the idea of the character yeah. and things they touch on. I think it's a really interesting uh, choice to finally address like the whole system of droids yeah, in the Star Wars like universe because it basically is indentured yeah story. like if you look at C-3PO yeah. being gifted in uh, even David Fincher's pitch for The Force Awakens was apparently about two uh, slaves who were stuck in cycles of war throughout the galaxy mm-hmm. those yeah, slaves were C-3PO still, and R2-D2 it seems like there's still like slavery in the Star Wars yeah. universe but and so um, how, they, how they wrap that up though is like awful because not only does she die like painfully <laughs> and like depressingly she, she then gets, gets like inserted. put in a machine. Yeah, and she's the one character who wanted like free will. Uh-huh. So it's like that's. Does she have free will? Fucked up. And then she gets gambled away. That's, that's, she gets gambled yeah, away. She gets gambled away. Technically, yeah, Lando gambles her away. That's, Which I guess, was, yeah, I guess a, you could pull that off. You could make that dark as hell as like commentary on on the their society. But they didn't. It was just but it just happened. And yeah, it just happened. Like, well, yeah, it's it, really it's, it's weird. Yeah, her character was a very ball. good idea. Yeah. But yeah, it's in the, very in the lore for the Millennium Falcon, if you go into like everything else, I think uh, the where is it from, like, Nick? The, the yeah, the, okay. books. It, yeah the, the Falcon's made of three like different droids to like make up its nav- Oh, so there's there's three so more like, souls trapped in there. <laughs> so there's like Good. a schizophrenic. Uh, she's not a schizophrenic. A uh, multiple personalities. Uh, like, you know, uh, excuse me, a uh, thing in the the computer system. Just well, I mean, all the person. Falcon, yeah, the Falcon oh, okay. itself. Yeah. Multiple well, I mean, it doesn't have multiple personalities. It just has like their functions inside of it. Oh, like, the okay. nav- like the Navi computer is L three. I think there's like a bunch of other stuff like inside of the, like. Oh, their the souls are trapped yeah. in there. Yeah, so uh, I don't. That's oh, yeah. kind of fucked up. Oh, fuck. that, that's probably my biggest, my biggest gripe with the movie, apart from the pacing and the um, the weird well, character stuff. I didn't. I didn't necessarily like L three, but also I do kind of want to read Last Shot just to kind of like. See where exactly you want to be. You know, you know what I want to do. I want to see a movie Romance. with characters that don't have to have prior knowledge about. What? what that would what, be great. What, your, what about? What do you gripe about reading? I, why don't you like to no, read? No, <laughs> I love reading. You just I don't like, like having to be like, oh well, if you read this, you get right. this. Well, like, I, I, I'll agree. Um, yeah, yeah it's bullshit. Why can it tie in with like like a Marvel event? Like if a book did the same thing, like we have to watch this movie or read like this TV it's show. Yeah, it's a comic book. That's, that's like it's comic. not a companion. It's like essential to understand. Yeah, no, but I mean, comic books do that all the time. Yeah, yeah and that sucks. That's, that's not good. Like, yeah, uh, that's terrible. But like where that. it's like Nick, it doesn't. It's like it's better when it's a companion where it enhances it instead of like oh, like this takes away from the movie. No, but but, but how does it take away? It's just it's, so. it is a companion. All it's doing is it's giving you another story with them in it, so yeah. that way you can. You 
Mitchell, you get to know their relationship a little bit more. That's all it is. You don't have to go read it in order to understand what's going on. It's the same thing with uh, Catalyst. If you want, if you read Catalyst before going to go see Rogue One, it didn't. It wasn't essential for you to go see it. I mean, to go read it. Mm-hmm. But it, when you did read it, it gave you a lot more information. You were like, "Oh, okay, I get that. Okay, yeah. I understand." Well, I feel, I feel you like know what that, Rogue One could have used actually some more information. Yeah. No. Um, I, well, that's that that's I another discussion on just yeah. I guess like you know franchise I mean, building. When I, mm-hmm. when I watched yeah. Catalyst and I wa- and I you, when and, you read and when I read Catalyst yeah. and then watched Rogue One, a lot of shit made sense to me. And right. I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I, I get that. Okay, I get Cassie and I get all these other characters. Okay, I get what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and stuff but like Solo. That. So. Yeah, no, but Solo. I that's why I do want to read. La- okay. That's why I want to read Last Shot. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got we got to move on. Spinoff tie-ins are a dumb idea, and we can all agree with that. And uh, but speaking of spinoffs, we're going to change up the topic now. Uh, we're moving on from Solo to just the greater Star Wars universe, and we're going to talk about some EU stuff mm-hmm. uh, that will probably become movies. There's a couple announcements with Boba Fett, right? I mean, and, are uh, they? Yeah, potential Lando, and uh, what's the next one? Obi Wan. Obi Wan, most likely. Yeah, which totally does start shooting. It's this interesting ball. that they're all. They haven't been formally announced yet. They're all just kind of they're all just kind of gonna up happen. in the air. Yeah, yeah. So let's take Weird. a break and then we'll come back and talk about those. And we're gonna wrap up with some other movies we've seen recently. Cool. cool. Okay. So we're back. We're gonna talk about uh, Star Wars spinoff. Just ideas we'd all like to see. So what we're gonna do? We're all gonna take a minute because we got to wrap up the episode. Let's go around the table and talk about an idea that we'd Weird. like to yeah. see. Uh, it could be from a previously established EU thing. Could be a brand new thing. A uh, familiar character you think deserves more time in the spotlight. Sure. Uh, Nick, you're to my left. Why don't you go ahead and start? Okay. Um, easily, the uh, one thing that would be really interesting is kind of going more into Mandalore. Not necessarily Boba, um, Fett. Boba Fett, but I think like ancient the, Mandalore, like going into the Sith, um, like uh, the, excuse me, the Jedi the, Mandalore. You can, yeah, you can even follow. You can follow like the their Jedi or anything like that, or even just how Mandalore went in. You have an entire rebellion that Mandalore had, and then they had 20, they have a hundred years of peace. Why not go into the Mandalore Rebellion where all these different factions of Mandalores fought each other and stuff like that? Yeah. It wouldn't involve Jedi at all. Yeah, directed by Zack Snyder. No, <laughs> not at all. Don't make that directed by Zack Snyder at all. Give it to somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. But I think, but that, but there's a lot of lore that you can, e- yeah. you can easily turn that into either a series. They're or very or interesting characters. Uh, yeah. Need their time and, in the sun. Yeah, and everything like that. And especially since there's different factions, there's different. Uh, what was it? There's different clans. There's different people that have a different association with other people. You know, uh, like the black saber has a huge meaning inside Mandalorian culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that would be a really cool aspect to go into and stuff like that. You wouldn't even have to have a fucking Jedi. You can just have these Mandalorians growing up and just kind of dealing with it and going into factions. You can even do it semi Romeo and Juliet style, where it's like two different clans that rule that rival each other and stuff like that. So I think yeah. that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Uh, I, I know it's uh, it's in flux, whatever. There's no like semblance of, a, of an idea for it, but like the Old Republic stuff always really interested me. Mm-hmm. But not even like specifically a specific story, just like the like old it, school right. like Republic, or even before the Republic was established, before it fell again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, what what does the world look like in Star Wars at that point? Like, mm. if there's no like uh, system of governments in the central planets, like. Are they all like crazy Wild West yeah. stuff, like the Outer Rims? Are they like what, what does that what does that entail? You know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just I really want to see something like that. But you don't even have to follow like the a Jedi, like Nick said. I just want to see more stories in this world, like in I want, that era. Yeah, yeah. Or just just get different. I don't want to see so many people that I'm familiar with. You know, 
but also Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan would be great. So <laughs> I'm just full of shit. So you yeah. know, whatever. Take take me or leave me. Just, okay. The movie ends with uh, Darth Maul showing up. Darth Maul. Yeah. Hey. Okay. I love Rebels, but maybe that was a mistake to kill him off in that series. Anyways, go on, Gene. Uh, Dengar spinoff directed by Edgar Wright starring Simon Pegg. Who's no, Dengar? Just, Dengar? Uh, no, no, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have no that idea. That was a funny idea I had this morning. But no, um, actually, a uh, serious one. Uh, a Yoda spinoff. Um, a Yoda Star Wars story. And it would explore uh, Yoda's, um, excuse me, Yoda's like, you know, 20 year gap, his uh, exile in Dagobah. But it wouldn't center on Yoda. It'd be like maybe someone trying to find Yoda to be trained, like a. One of the runaway, pa- or excuse me, one of the Padawans in hiding, and I would want something that would explore more of like Yoda's philosophy because he's essentially space Buddha, where his was you know like the lessons he learned from the prequels because his whole kind of like arc in the prequels were they thought like the Sith were you know like Darth Maul but they're actually in the government taking stuff over so it could more explore. Can't imagine how that's relevant. Yeah, right. <laughs> it could more explore just kind of like what the teachings Yoda learned from that and how he got to be, you know, more of this, like, centered figure in the original trilogy and, like, you know, for this action hero, pretty much how he was in the prequels. In the original trilogy, again, you know, it was limited technology, but in any universe explanation, why was he so, you know, telling Luke not to go off, like, don't do anything, like, just some of the, uh, like, an explanation for more of Yoda's philosophy and kind of maybe uh, his kind of... uh, his idea of peace and uh, no, kind of like what Luke, you know, a little bit like Luke, where non-action is the best action sometimes. So yeah. yeah so Luke, like uh, a young Jedi would crash land. On, yeah, crash land looking for Yoda. Dagobah, maybe then, bringing some of the Imperials with them, or maybe like a droid, and then yeah. they uh, they Wait, spent that movie training. What's up? Did you say bring Imperials to Dagobah? Maybe some Imperials find him. Maybe that could be an action. This sounds very similar to a movie released in 1980 called The Empire Strikes Back. Minus the addition of stormtroopers, well, I'm not against the idea of a Yoda spinoff. But, but you know, I, what I, mean? I think I would like kind a of bridging era. the gap. I would just something yeah. bridging the gap in between. The, uh, the one that would be Yoda's actually lessons. really cool. Uh, going off your one idea is what about a, just a Padawan that survived the the which uh, the Order sixty six? You know, a Padawan yeah. that's like forced to survive and like scrounge together and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You can have a Caden Jarrus fucking movie. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that's or a new character. Or a new character. Yeah. A new character. There's there's yeah, a bunch of them that haven't been invented yet. That's my idea for you to think. Daniel. Um, well, I guess since it's already probably being filmed right now, episode nine, what I would like to see is everything coming together. Let's mm-hmm. see if Abrams can do this. Mm-hmm. We have Battlefront. We have Iden's character, who mm-hmm. spoiler died, but she did leave behind a seed. Her daughter, mm-hmm. and she is now part of the Rebel Alliance. So I would like to see. Well, I guess the first Resistance, the first what do we call it? Resistance. The resistance. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of mixing up first order and Resistance. <laughs> um, she's a blend, <laughs> um, but I would like to see her as some sort of general who has now taken over her mother's position, um, because that also bridges gap between uh, Return of the Jedi and Episode Seven. Mm. Yeah. So. It'd be nice to see that. Um, as far as maybe anything else that happened in the like other side stories, uh, Khaleesi, we could see where she has probably progressed in this. Probably Kirk. Huh? Mila Kirk's character. Yeah, Khaleesi. Yeah, I was, Khaleesi. I was like, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Are, you to, are you referring to Leia as Khaleesi? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay no, with that. but there you go. No. 
um, not my queen. <laughs> uh, she, um, but yeah, it was I, like I mean, they introduced her for a reason. She's escaped for a reason, unless they plan on making another solo movie. I think that was the plan, probably because yeah. we got we got Maul back, but this is obviously taking place before Rebels. <laughs> so, if she does end up surviving this second side story, then maybe we could see where she progressed. If she ends up in the first order, if she's going to be a boss uh, to take down at some point. So I would just like to see these past ideas from these spinoffs. We can't do Scarif because Scarif is gone. Right. So, but other than that, everyone come back for the last movie. I that would be, be kind of, yeah, I mean, that would be, be really cool. cool. I mean, uh, what was it? I think, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having like an Underworld movie. You know, especially if you do introduce Amelia Clark, like maybe have her... 10, 15 years later. And she's like, oh, have we all, we all played Mass Effect here? Mass yeah, Effect yeah, 2, 3, Shadow Broker? Yeah. That's, Shadow that's exactly what I thought of when I was watching uh, Solo. Uh, yeah, Amelia Clark's character is the Shadow Broker now. Yeah, uh, but I think that would be really interesting. You know, have, have Amelia Clark is like uh, basically yeah. like job of the hut or like running her own gang. Mm-hmm. Right. She really like let herself go then. Yeah. Oh, that poor but, I mean, like, but I mean, in general, just like having, having that through line, stuff right. like that. I mean, because... Iden's child goes into the rebellion or goes into the resistance, mm-hmm. I think, and everything like that because Leia builds the resistance with Poe and everybody else and stuff like that. So, I mean, that would be really interesting to kind of see Iden's character just show up inside of Nine. Yeah, I mean, well, she kind of died off. Well, I mean, Iden's her, daughter. her daughter. Her daughter, yeah, her daughter. That's right. her daughter's name. They could just have the same actress who, who mocapped her. From Battlefront. Yeah, exactly. There, yeah, there you go. go. Yeah. She, yeah. I think she's Janine an actress. I think she's, she's an actress. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's a great she's actress. Not, yeah. Also, we need to give um, Billy... Um, Billy Dee Williams? No, not Billy Dee Williams. The other Billy... Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait. Li- um, Billy Idol? No. Lady well, Dollar. wait. That's Lady not Dollar. Billy Ward. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not Billy Ward, who's... Uh, I forgot her actual name. It's like Lieutenant Cornix or something. Yeah, but Billy Lord, I would like to see her kind of... She, if she, if they made her seem like some sort of like, if she was a lieutenant, maybe under Leia's guidance, mm-hmm. then that makes sense as a mother, as a mother daughter kind of relationship yeah. too. And then we just have her kind of grow into her role that her mother left behind. That'd be kind no, of, I would like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Billy Lord's character is supposed to be like like second lieutenant under like something Leia. like that. She has like she's like she works very closely with Leia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. She's always working close with yeah. her in like Force Awakens. So. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think again like, that yeah that would be. Yeah. She might be like her third in command right next to Poe because like Poe has always been like her second in command. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he got the oh, yeah. I, I yeah, don't know. About that. That. But yeah, no, that, that yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, he's be basically cool. responsible be, for destroying right, the right. resistance. It'd be a, it would so. be a nice tri- it'd be a nice tribute. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up in a little bit, but let's just do some quick. Movie reviews, uh, 30 seconds, what you've seen recently. Daniel, go. All right, well, I saw Deadpool and uh, A Quiet Place and Solo. Uh, I did like Solo mainly because of the side characters. There's no way Elden would have been able to do this on his own. I do like Lando's performance. I wish there was more. He was severely underutilized. He agrees with yeah. Yes. I agree with that part, for That's sure. Fine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of unnecessary things, though. Uh, again, the whole Solo explanation, mm-hmm. now Spanish is part of the galaxy. Um, Makes me happy. So. <laughs> yes, inclusiveness. Hey, yeah. um, but Darth Maul's appearance, he's like, hold on, let me just get up and show my legs. And he, he needed a stretch. Oh, the, we, we got the lightsaber. Lightsaber's dumb. It's, it's just he needed a stretch. He did it Ma- to intimidate. Maul looked a little chubby. Yeah, he's been getting away. Well, you know, he he have, get him far. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to like do more sit up, eating snacks. Yeah, <laughs> get more cardio. Just stress eats, guys. Stress eats. You met the emperor. Yeah, it was a fun adventure movie. 
Just unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. There's no reason why this should have been the most expensive Star Wars movie. It was the oh, most yeah. expensive? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. No. I mean, yeah, the, you know, um, I'm, I'm really saying that maybe the costumes. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the. I always loved oh, the like, costumes are great. I've always. So many capes. Yes, the capes. <laughs> the capes. I always loved aliens in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. The fact that they had uh, so many scenes with Lando's gambling den and inside oh, yeah. uh, Drayden's or Drayden's French. Oh, I love his little. Uh, Dray- mm-hmm. Yeah, Drayden's yeah, little, like, uh, his, his, uh, his, uh, his, uh, his. What does he call it? What do you call it? His, um, his yacht? Uh, I don't... He called it a yacht. It's yacht. Yeah, his yacht. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the one thing I love is always seeing the alien designs, and we had plenty of that in this movie. Which was actually really interesting, too, because when you were in Drayton's, like, little, like, den and stuff like that, there were a bunch of Imperials. Yeah. Like, there was so many Imperials it was in, in there. It was, it was like, a lot of, It was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, just right, Gene, off. what did you say? Yeah, really quick, I saw Tragedy Girls, which has... Oh, uh, I really want to see that. Yeah, it's really good. It has Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Storm in it, and it's, like, a really cool, uh, fun horror Storm comedy. Or? Young Storm. The actresses, Storm. yeah. Not Halle Berry, the Young Storm. And, uh, yeah, no, it was really great. It was really fun. It's maybe, like, a little too, like... Uh, depressed dark humor at times, but it was still good. And I saw the Florida Project and really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it was very Florida Project. I was yeah, it was unexpectedly how much I enjoyed that movie. It got me in the feels. Helicopter. Are we waiting. Are we just going. Just go. Just go. Okay. Uh, ignore the helicopter. But actually, it's kind of perfect for the movie that I watched recently. Uh, I finally tr- saw Transformers Five. Oh God. A movie that I vowed I would never watch in theaters, but I rented. And watching them come from my bedroom with... You still uh, have to pay money. Yeah, but I, you know what? That movie is like the bad boys to Transformers in the sense that how did this, like, they let him do this? <laughs> they let him, like, assemble this movie in this fashion? And I don't know why the aspect... There's, like, eight aspect ratios in this movie for no reason. Oh, yeah. They change every time they, they switch uh, an angle. Yeah. Um, and uh, the... the the movies are the plots are non-existent in these movies, and I'm kind of okay with that by this point. Mark Wahlberg at one point uh, grows Excalibur from his arm after a piece of Transformers technology is, is wrapped around it. And then he fights an Autobot with it. Uh, there's also a robot dragon, and then uh, Stanley Tucci is drunk Merlin in the first five minutes of the movie. Right. So it is both the the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's like Bad Boys too. And also, I I would have vomited in the theater. Because it's just too much. So and Megan Fox too? is still playing Megan Fox. No, Megan Fox no, is not. No. Oh, she's done. No. She's been retired. She's been yeah. retired for a while. She, yeah, okay. yeah. She's back did, in Ninja Turtles. Did they, ever, did they ever mention what happened to his daughter? Uh, uh, the, who's daughter? Oh, uh, I don't. I you, you know what he probably did. I couldn't tell you. I think it's just. I just. I remember images. I don't remember dialogue. She's, she's away like, with her boyfriend mom? that dated her at seventeen. No, she doesn't have a mom. So I don't know. He, no, uh, Mark Wahlberg is Christ in these movies, so he just you know natural birth, natural birth, uh, single, single birth. Yeah, but Nick, yeah, that, what, were your, what were yours? Uh, actually, I watched uh, Guess Who's Guess Who's Back uh, the other night. Oh, God. What's that? Uh, Guess Who's Back is a German film that was made in 2017, and it is a German film about uh, if um, Hitler was transported to uh, 2017 into modern day. Uh, and he woke up where his bunker used to be and then went about his life inside of 2017 uh, trying to be the Fuhrer, but everybody thinks that it's a comedy skit. And everybody just keeps on laughing at him. And he becomes right. the next uh, German um, which, uh, comedian, like best comedian inside of Germany. 
Well, it's so, good to know that Germany's finally moving on now. <laughs> They've been doing a lot of self-punishment. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I watched it. I was like, oh, I, I, I saw it and I was like, this movie has to be fucking bananas. I have to watch it. <laughs> I saw it and I could not stop laughing. <laughs> you, the, the moment you described it to me, I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this today. It's on Netflix. Wow. Go watch it. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap up now. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for helping out, Daniel. We hope to have you back soon. Daniel, can people find you? Oh, me. Um, I do have Facebook. Um, I have Instagram. Uh, Ursus Roa. U R S U S Roa R O A. Cool. Um, I haven't made a Twitter or Twitch handle yet, but it is coming. So if I stick around, I'll definitely uh, start plugging that in. Please do, Gene. Yeah. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Gene nine eight nine two. Nick. You find me at Nicholas Valero and also the Nick Valero on Twitter. D-E-W-G-O Waffles on Twitter, The Waffle Press on YouTube, and SoundCloud. Like, subscribe. If you didn't like, like, subscribe anyways because you might find something you do like. Check out the Patreon. Handle Retrospect is coming back. Maybe a little less something extra on Solo. Don't know yet. We're waiting to see. And we've been professionally unprofessional. We'll send you a waffle if you give us a dollar. No. I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> <laughs>